Welcome to Around the IT Block Podcast, presented by HPE. I'm your host, the IT Oddfather, Calvin Zito. This is podcast number 16, and looking back at podcast number 13, I got to talk to Vice President of Marketing for GreenLake, Flynn Malloy, and we really kind of did an overview discussion about what is HPE GreenLake, why do we call it the Edge to Cloud Platform, what's happened over the last 10 years that's brought HPE GreenLake to the forefront. Today, we're going to revisit GreenLake and have another kind of discussion around some of the nuances and what we're doing and some things that you maybe you want to know about GreenLake. Raj, I appreciate you joining me to uh, have this discussion. Why don't we, before we get going and talk about HPE GreenLake Central, why don't you introduce yourself to everybody? Ah, thanks, Calvin. I don't do posh titles and stuff. So, hey, I'm Raj Mystery. I lead a bunch of business development and platform specialists globally. Uh, we're kind of like responsible for GreenLake Central, the platform solutions that you have seen the company speak about probably over the last 18 months. Brought up the topic, HPE GreenLake Central. HPE GreenLake, we've been talking about it as a company for a few years, but there's probably some people that don't really understand what GreenLake Central is. Give me a kind of the elevator pitch of what is GreenLake Central? Cool. Yeah, really good question. So there's there's a lot of confusion in the marketplace in terms of what GreenLake Central is and more importantly, what it isn't. So what is it? It's a SaaS delivered solution. It's included as part of a customer's investment in a traditional GreenLake solution or one of the platform cloud services. Think of it as the entry point into your as a service experience with Hewlett Packard Enterprise. Yeah, so nothing to kind of like configure on premises. It's delivered out of the cloud, depending upon what customers have subscribed to as their services, traditional stuff, advanced platform, they get to access those services and manage those experiences. It's very much persona led. And then it then breaks out into two or three distinct areas, really, which is governance and control, mainly spanning identity and access management and role-based access into particular services. It allows customers to engage with HPE without having to pick up the phone in terms of giving us feedback, engaging with us on things like trials for services that they think may add value to what they do. Um, If they've done something in an environment and we've missed something, they can log a support call, they can access information like user guides from there as well. And it actually is the gateway to some of the other cloud experiences that we've got and we've spoken about, such as the data storage store, the compute store farm into Aruba. So it isn't a tool, it's not a provisioning solution, so it's not your classic cloud management platform. There isn't a software SKU that you buy, it's just included. Thank you very kindly for what you do with us. Today, it doesn't connect to kind of like, you know, my portal to another service provider's portal. However, it does actually interconnect through some of the services to other kind of like uh, the hyperscaler clouds. Doesn't have APIs, it's really, really important. The APIs and the infrastructure as a code framework has been built around what we call our platforms like GreenLake for private cloud, machine learning ops, et cetera. And today, 
we integrate some of our third party vendors such as VMware into some of our solutions. Um, moving forwards, we may or may not, subject to roadmap, do more with other vendors, but that's yet to be determined. That's a good starting framework for what we're doing with it and I guess kind of what we're not doing. You talked about the persona based aspect of it. So I assume what we do is we, for logins, we get people who are cloud consumers or if there's people that are cloud operators and what they can see and what they can do is different. You know, the guy guy that wants to deploy, a, wants to know what's going on within his service doesn't need to know how much he's getting billed for it. So talk to me a little bit about that and what are the different types of things and the different types of information people see in Green Lake Central depending on what their persona is. Perfect. Okay, cool. So we're very much customer in lead. Yeah, and and that was one of the, the the design principles around the user experience, the user interface. So let's take cloud operators. Let's define them. They're your classic IT organization: cloud admin, server admin, storage admin. Um, their experience in Central would be: I need to understand how that on-premises infrastructure for my private cloud or even my traditional GreenLake is being utilized. They would see that. They would also have access to things like GreenLake for private cloud, where they may need to create new VMs or even applications or instances for people who access from a consumer standpoint, the private cloud. They would spin up Kubernetes clusters under our containers as a service and understand what's happening from that kind of like Kubernetes environment. From a data science perspective for machine learning ops, they would create the AI environments, ML environments for the ML engineers and the data scientists. So removing, uh, I would sort of like say that architectural and that orchestration headache and making it seamless in terms of pushing buttons, being guided and, and having that kind of like ability to create services at speed for things that are done within the realms of the data center co-location on premises really. What we also give the operators is full control of, of identity and access management. So they become kind of like the, the border control for cloud services uh, for the customer. So they onboard their users, they create the user groups, the profiles, they then determine the privileges for the users that have access and then all of that's done, it's seamlessly authenticated and they can pass that on really. Other things that the operators can do, even some of the consumers, if they are allowed to, is access the user guides dynamically from within Central. They can log if they needed to support calls. So for the platforms, HPE run and operates them, but say, for example, they create a VM or they start provisioning a blueprint for an application and it fails, they can instantly log a support request within Central, log it, and we would kind of like address that under SLA. They can provide API access to developers for the private cloud, for example, to use command line. Even they can do that themselves. So there are a number of things that we can do from understanding what's happening. Is my environment red, amber, or green? Do I need to take action? Have I got happy users? Or do I need to go and basically interact with HPE because something's happened? So that's the operator view, Calvin. Yeah. You know, I've got 
not a ton of hands-on experience with VMware, but I've been around VMware a long time. Tell me a little bit about how someone who wants to see more about VMware might use GreenLake Central, or are we just trying to make that invisible for them so they don't have to manage it and we do it for them? So um, VMware's leveraged in GreenLake for private cloud, not necessarily in GreenLake Central, Calvin. Yeah. Uh, and again, it comes down to where customers are in their portfolio and the experiences is fundamentally different. So in GreenLake for private cloud, as we spoke about at VMworld earlier on this year, we leverage the hypervisor and the NSX layers within private cloud. The, the operators actually interact with those specific elements of the VMware suite at a different level, the cloud and automation layer, really. It's there under the hood but they're going to hit NSX and actually vCenter at the cloud and automation level, not necessarily through the traditional consoles. Yeah. Um, if a client has bought, for example, a bunch of servers and they layer NSX, their experience for the VMware tool set would be outside of GreenLake Central. Yeah. Yep, that makes sense. So let's um, let's maybe talk a little bit about cloud consumers and define what they are going to do and what the benefit of using um, HPE GreenLake Central is for a cloud consumer. Yeah, so consumers in my standpoint is like me and you, Calvin, we're kind of like lines of business users. We, we deliver value through applications and services that we create that actually make happy internal customers or happy external customers, depending on what we want to do. So. From a private cloud standpoint, if we look at IaaS Plus, which is GreenLake private cloud, and then we've got our managed Kubernetes environments, you know, both have different purposes. So, you know, I can enter into GreenLake private cloud as a developer. I can then basically launch either VMs or applications. I can bring in uh, third party integrations quite easily, like my GitHub, my source code repository, my Ansible playbooks, it could be my chef cookbooks, to do what I have to do to develop that application or outcome for my actual lines of business. From a Kubernetes standpoint, what we do from a CAS standpoint is enable maybe kind of like, say, a data engineer to run Spark Operator as a service. MLOps is quite dynamic, actually. We've got two sets of consumers. We've got the machine learning engineer, which is responsible for the data taps. So we enable basically the ML engineer to create those data taps within our MLOps as a service. For a data scientist, they're more kind of like, you know, concerned about creating that model, tracking that model, creating the algorithm and solving the business problem. That's what they would do within GreenLake Central. We can move on to high performance compute. There are other kind of like I would sort of like say Flynn calls them workloads. I call them platforms that we're creating that make it easier for customers to balance on premises experiences with whatever they may do outside of the data center. Yeah. Does that help? Yeah, it does. And you got me thinking about a customer on Spiceworks who posted a question, and this may be a bit of a curveball for you, but help me answer the question for the customer. So they're they're out there looking at what their options are, and the their boss said, "Hey, we should be talking about doing cloud because you know isn't cloud a big deal? And everybody's moving to cloud, so maybe we should be doing cloud." They're they're a VMware environment, 
And this customer is now out looking at, you know, buying a traditional stack using traditional hardware. He's looking at HPE SimpliVity. He's looking at DHCI. And then he looked at running VMware on a hyperscaler. And the costs that he saw were just like the per year cost of running VMware cloud on the hyperscaler was just barely under just buying the hardware outright. So if they want the cloud experience, you know, they're looking at the price of what they're being told in VMware cloud on a hyperscaler is, how does GreenLake help address that? And obviously once they're into the HPE GreenLake experience, GreenLake Central is going to come into play, but talk to me about how, what, what do I tell this customer? And they're looking at, you know, what do we do? Everybody's telling us go cloud, but man, this is expensive. Right. Oh, that's a, I don't mind swerve balls. Hey, you've got me thinking on a uh, Monday afternoon. So it depends on what the customer's trying to solve when they talk about cloud and the experience that they're looking to deliver. Now, there are three ways that HPE addresses those kind of situations. So the first one is, is I want to have architectural and operational control. So um, from the person who's posted the question on Spiceworks, if they really want to dictate, actually, you know, it's got to be a DHCI, it's got to be this type of infrastructure, and I want to layer this VMware stack, then they can do that using what I would call a traditional GreenLake core, uh, pay-as-you-go infrastructure. So they would GreenLake the infrastructure, then they would then operate anything north once that's landed on their actual uh, in their data center on premises. The alternative would be, hey, what are you really trying to do? And why have you looked at cloud? And if you're looking for that cloud experience, which is automated, self-service, metered, elastic, measured, has broad network access, definitions that NIST has there, then maybe GreenLake Private Cloud would do that for you, which says, we deliver a fully integrated infrastructure and software stack, which leverages some of the goodness of VMware together with some other IP. We run and operate it for you, but you get that cloud-like experience through GreenLake Central, which gives you everything that we spoke about earlier that enables you to have total control, spin stuff up, give it to your consumers, measure it, have things like showback included, and, and, and do that. Um, the last bit is, is, you know, I don't know how to do this, uh, but I need to do it, which is where the platforms, and that's why the team has created those over the last two years, which is I want to do something, but I don't know how. For some unknown reason, many customers have many reasons. I don't really want to do it in the public cloud, yeah? But I want to do it on-premises, but I want to get going quite quickly. Uh, I don't want to spend time architecting the hardware, understanding my software configurations, how I build all the tool sets, keeping it all current. I may not necessarily have all the skills, so that's why we've built up the, the I would kind of like say, the cloud services element of, of GreenLight, yeah? So choices. The biggest thing that we work on for clients is what you want to do. Architectural and operational control, you're down to GreenLake. Uh, traditional, your central experience would provide you with capacity planning, a little bit of cost management, off we go. To full cloud services, which is, you know, self-service, point and click access, API, command line, bring in your third-party ecosystem, 
well, you probably do 30% for the client, exactly what you get in the public cloud, but it sits on-premises, wherever on-premises is, edge, colo, data center, and the customer then benefits from the overarching GreenLake model. Yeah. Does that answer the question, Calvin? I could type it up for you if that helps. Yeah. I, I'm going to say, I was going to, can you either go back to the beginning and start over again? Because I wasn't quite fast enough typing that in. That, that's brilliant. That's going to, I mean, I think you codified in my mind what the answer is. I mean, I was thinking through how am I going to answer them and I, I think that's brilliant. So uh, yeah, you could just go ahead and type that up and send it to me. That'd be great, Raj. I've got a slide as well, Calvin. Yeah. Oh yeah, we yeah, love it. The the key things to take away is is does the customer want to have architectural and operational control? If the answer is yes, then they benefit from this part of the portfolio, which then their GreenLake Central experience would be X. And that's a, I'm a customer who wants to do something and I need to continue to do it, off I go. To, I've tried to do this, which is where we find a lot of our customers across a number of experiences. May have got my fingers burnt, I may be challenged, I might not be able to keep up. And that's where things like GreenLake for private cloud, GreenLake for containers, machine learning has been built because I need to do this but maybe I'm struggling, so I need to find a different way to have that cloud-like experience to the last book here, especially when it comes to some of the more advanced stuff like AI and HPC and other things we're thinking about where customers kind of like say, I want to do this, but I really don't know how. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. And um, I think at the end of the day, I think the customer is getting asked by his boss, you know, I'm hearing all about public cloud. Why why are we still like doing this stuff on site? And yeah. I don't think he has the guidelines of why. And I think you just codified very succinctly, you know, the, the the reasons why you might think of doing traditional green lake versus doing a private cloud green lake. Yeah, and we're not anti-public cloud, please. We're the worst case of shadow IT in the business. I can't say that, but yeah, we are. Yeah. <laughs> Raj, I know I just internally, we're like at the beginning of our next fiscal year and the internal conversations I'm hearing that we just want to have this relentless focus on customers. And I, you know, obviously every, every, we've been trying to do that for a long time, but it just is the mantra that I'm hearing all the time, at least from my management. I know we're building on HPE GreenLake. What is it that well, you can't talk about roadmaps, but where do we take HPE GreenLake next, and what is it from customers that we want to hear to help make that all come together to, to address what they need? We will be driven, Calvin, by our customers. Yeah. So the world is even more complex. The world is moving really, really fast. GreenLake will only accelerate if we listen to our customers and we build experiences based on those things our customers say they are facing their problems and challenges and the outcomes that they want, number one, for their operators, number two, for their consumers. So my ask is, is, hey, customers, come and talk to us. There's lots of stuff happening and you have the choice and the way to impact what we build next. That's awesome. And yeah, and anybody that wants to jump into that conversation, if you don't have uh, an HPE representative that you're already talking to that can 
take what you're wanting to do and where you want to go and bring it into HPE, then feel free to reach out to me on my Twitter account or on my email, calvin.zito at hpe.com. And I'm happy to connect the dots to help you uh, and have HPE really get a good sense of what you want to do. Raj, this has been a great conversation. I'm, I'm loving these Green Lake conversations I've been having. Um, appreciate you spending the time today and and hope hope that it's uh, um, warming up for you over there in the UK because I know you, when we got on the phone together, you said it's pretty dang cold over there. So uh, hope hope it warms up for you. Dude, it's so cold it's going to snow later on this week, mate. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's, uh, that's early snow for uh, UK, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. Uh, no, right, I want to say thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And I pre- again appreciate you taking the time to jump on the podcast with me today. You can find the podcast on Spotify Podcast, Google Podcast, Amazon Music, and Audible Podcast Attic. And great news, it was just added to iTunes Podcast. And if you really struggle to find it, go to feeds.transistor.fm/around-the-it-block. Love hearing from you on Twitter, where you can find me as Calvin Zito. You can find our blogs at community.hpe.com. Until next time, thanks for joining me.